From the Outsider Studios in Waterbury, Connecticut, it's time for the Outsider Podcast. With your hosts, Mikey C. When I was like six years old, I saw a donkey kill itself. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Donkey what? You guys rode donkeys? The lovely and talented cat. He'll be like, I relate to cats so hard. Except for I love cuddling and I dress like a girl and I have shoes. <laughs> and now, step inside the Outsider Podcast. What's up and welcome to another edition of the Outsider Podcast. I'm your host, Mikey C., alongside with Kat. Hey. And we're very excited for today's episode because we've got somebody who I've worked with for a long time, and I've been like waiting to like really bring him on to like when I need like a big name guest, and uh, I figured out now's about as good a time as any. So you are full of it. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is such crap. It's ridiculous. You think but that's okay. crap, Dari? I don't even know. I don't know what your inter- <laughs> what your interaction with Mike is. So is it crap? I even cut him off. I didn't even let him introduce oh, me. So, Cat. yes, he we're being joined <laughs> by ESPN host from SEC Network. You hear him all over the place. Dari Noka, finally on the Outsider Podcast. Yeah. Um, thank you for being here, Dari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about time, man. Gee, many... Cat, you wouldn't believe how many times that Mel and I have had to uh, beg him to uh, have us on his podcast. And he's finally finally letting me on that was nice of him all right well let me throw some shit back at you thank god you're not at a hornets game or anything tonight uh. <laughs> <laughs> and you no. can well, finally come on ago, about 20 minutes ago i had the hornet game on but they're in minnesota so i wasn't there yeah, yeah, well, no, uh, well here's my excuse i guess we're a little less important than a pro nba no. team <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if they count i don't know if they qualify honestly no, i will say <laughs> or was it hornets or rockets it what game hornets. Were you? It okay it was the hornets but right. I, i'll confess <laughs> Dari and Mel have both yeah. dropped hints. You know, it wasn't just recently. You guys have dropped hints many times that you have yet to be invited on the podcast. Well, you tell Mel to kick rocks, okay? <laughs> well, here's what, yeah. here's what I'm scared of because I know Mel will probably never come on the podcast. Like, I can't see. Yeah, he will. Why wouldn't he come on the podcast? You think so? I don't know. Everyone says how hard yes. it is to get. So I didn't want to invite, or I didn't want to have you on, and now I'm going to have to hear it from Mel. Oh, Mikey, I've never had, uh, I've never been on the podcast. You had Dari on, but. Well, just don't tell him you had me on. I'll, I'll play along with you Saturday morning. Yeah. I won't even mention this. Thing. And he'll be, like, playing it back to you, and you'll say, that's not me. Well, maybe. Right. Totally. <laughs> yeah. We have anything good, maybe we will play it back on, on Dari and Mel, which has got, which, if, if, for those who don't know, it's probably one of the longest running shows on ESPN, if not the longest running show by now. I'd actually say it's iconic at this point. Well, I think it's I think it's iconic too. Yeah, I think, I it's, think iconic. it's iconic. Too. Uh, yeah. Do you know? I think it's a good word for it. Mm. It's it's over seven years, right? Yeah, man, it's eight, dude. It's eight years. We're finishing up year eight, and Mikey, see, it is the longest running show. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when Mike when Mike and Mike were done, we became the longest running show. See? <laughs> yeah, no. I've actually, well, I've only been there for four years, but I know that your show has been on. And I'm trying to think of other shows that have been on other than, no. actually, no. You're, I think that that's it. Yeah. And I've yeah. only been there for four years. So, yeah. I mean, we're the, like, we're the longest running that have had the, the same two hosts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Freddie Coleman has been around forever and had yeah, a show Yeah, but then forever, he added it, Ian Fitzsimmons. Yeah, and it's so. kind of changed. Like, our show hasn't really changed. You right. know? No. And if you're not watching Dari and Mel from uh, 
from see well it depends on the time but it's usually seven to ten or seven to noon what time are we on jeez no well we're seven to ten during college football eastern time but now we yeah. go to nine to noon uh the oh, rest that's of the so year nice. remember yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's a sleep in a little bit yeah yeah, exactly. And I think, I mean, like, and I'm not a big college football fan. I've made it known before, but it, if you don't listen to Darian Mel, you, it's, it's, I What's feel up, like, Ralph? Sorry, oh, yeah, Ralph Rossini joining yeah. the chat. We also, I'm sorry, I should warn you, we also do this on Facebook Live, so we have people chatting in saying hi, too. Yeah, oh, there, nice. There's What's typically up, like two to five at a time. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> What's up, dude? But <laughs> Ralph is great. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say Ralph is worth five people. Ralph's about okay. Right. Good. Yeah. So so yeah. So we we also have people chatting in live. If anyone's yeah. got a question for Dari, but um, yeah. So I wanted to make this like a uh, you know this is your life, Dari Noka thing. For I mean everyone knows you by now, but maybe people don't know how you got started in the business. So take. Oh, you think they to, care, Mikey? You think they care? See, what we were going to do is now on online dating, there's a bunch of questions that come along with your profile, and we were just going to ask you those questions because neither of us know how okay. to answer them. Well, we'll mix some All of those right. in. Yeah, we can mix some of those in, though, because some of them are just ridiculous. Yeah. Some are like, oh, sure. yeah, who would be like, uh, if you could have a dinner date with anyone? So or like, you know, like, what did your third grade teacher think about you? I don't even remember who my third grade teacher was. Oh, so. yeah. No. But no, I yeah, think okay. people... Yeah, okay, I remember Miss Powell. I remember Miss Powell. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, wow. But I think yeah, people hear you guys... <laughs> talk enough about sports during the week i want to yeah. hear we we try to do like you know how did you get into the business type stuff so to sure. take us back to young dari noka where'd you grow up dari tulsa oklahoma holy tulsa, shit uh, <laughs> how was that <laughs> holy, to, well, I, you know like you say that like it's still dirt roads and teepees did but, you, you know, see any tornadoes yeah oh yeah 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 man cool. alley, cat. you know that i know i always wanted to be a like yeah. a storm chaser when i grew up Wait, so yeah. what's uh that's Tornado Alley? Yes. Oh, well, it was. It shifted like, east since then. Oh, wow. Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas. Mm. Oh, yeah. We're right there, man. So that, how long did you you grew up? That's where your, your childhood was? Yeah, yeah. So I grew. I was born in Tulsa, and I was raised in Tulsa. I went to high school in Tulsa. I went to, And then I went to college at the University of Oklahoma, so two hours away from Tulsa in Norman. Uh, I, lived in, I lived in Oklahoma the first 22 years of my life. And Norman had that big hurricane, or that big tornado, too. Yeah, but you were going Norman, by then, right? For that big yeah, Norman's big had them uh, more. Now, Moore's the city that keeps getting drilled. Yeah, by no, it keeps uh, getting drilled. Yeah, so Norman and Moore, are they're like they're, they're next to each other, just below Oklahoma City. But mm-hmm. yeah, so when I, went to, when I went to college, I was there 94 to 98. Um, you know, the, the huge, huge, the most devastating tornado there was in 99, so I was gone by then, but... You know, what I had when on my watch when I was in college was 20 minutes north in downtown Oklahoma City was the federal building bombing. Yep. The Alfred P. Murrah Federal. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that, was, that was right there. I remember that really well, actually. I was in Holy my shit. dorm. I was in my dorm. I was a freshman. And, oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. I had the TV on, and one of the, like, news stations cut in and basically said, um, you know, many of you uh, may be seeing smoke or have heard a loud boom coming from the uh, downtown Oklahoma City area. Um, we have crews on the way. We'll update as soon as we get there. And then like five minutes later, they break in and you see the video of the bombing and the pictures of the, bur- the you know, building blown to bits. And, mm-hmm. uh, and when they said that, because my dorm room faced north and I was 20 minutes north of downtown Oklahoma City or south of Oklahoma City, I'm looking at my dorm room and now I'm seeing the smoke. Oh, wow. And so uh, needless to say, like none of us left 
went to class for you know they canceled classes and all that but yeah i mean we were just glued to our tvs for like a week after that yeah oh, yeah. yeah that was insane that was one of the the biggest domestic terrorist attacks yeah Mm-hmm. ever it was i think it actually or, still might be yeah, the biggest terror yeah. <laughs> domestic, yeah, terrorist the biggest attack domestic ever. attack yeah, yeah i think so domestically yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah wow. now when you're in college or how how uh how soon was it when you knew what you wanted to do in life did you know in college? man i yeah well i so i had an idea like in high school um i remember one day when i was actually ninth grade i called up um excuse me i had a cough i called up this local uh, sportscaster that had been in Tulsa forever, and I'd watched him since I was a little kid. And I said, his name was Al Jerkins, called him Big Al. <laughs> and I asked him if I could come hang out with him for a day, just kind of watch him do what he does. And this is when you were how old? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was ninth grade at this point, okay. I was 14. So I had a pretty good idea. I mean, I was like a sports junkie, you know, so, but I thought it would be kind of cool. I always liked him, and he let me do that, and. Man, I loved it. I loved it, and so it's kind of in my head. And then in high school, I took a couple of mass media classes that we had in high school. But I went to college. When I went to college, though, my dad had, you know, my dad kept trying to convince me, yeah, "Son, you're good at math and you're good at science, and uh, you know, why not think about being a doctor?" <laughs> and so anybody that knows me now would laugh at this, but I literally went yeah. to actually went to OU as a pre med major, oh, okay. and that lasted for a semester. And then I was like, "No, no, 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 I hate this crap. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do what I actually really want to do." And so then I changed the major, and it all worked out. Now, how was college? Did you uh, did you have a good time at OU? Yeah, man, I, I love OU. I, you know, our football team was horrendously bad. We didn't have any really good sports teams at all. So it wasn't like, you know, I always dreamed of going to a, a college where, you know, gosh, you go to, you know, football teams playing for championships and all this. Just part of being a sports fan. Our team was terrible those four years. Oh, that's but terrible. Yeah. you know, I had a great time. You know, it was two hours from from my hometown, so mm-hmm. I had a whole bunch of people from high school that I knew that we went to college together. So it was good. Sounds like best case scenario so far. Yeah, and I think yeah. friends are the most important thing. Yeah. <laughs> now you need me. Yeah, to... I think it would be hard to go to college because you're so young still. You go to college in a place you don't know anybody. Yeah. And that certainly wasn't the case at our at our at Oklahoma. Now, did you meet Did you meet your wife in college, or are we still getting to that? No, I have. I had at this point, I had not met my wife yet. Okay. All right. So, no. so you go to OU. I assume you graduate. You're a good time and yep. everything. And now you you're out in the real world. Where did you start off with? <laughs> Yeah, man. So I, you know, Kat, you think uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma is like out in the middle of nowhere. It's um, uh, that's got 400,000 people. So it's not that small. My first job in television was in northwest Montana in a little town called Kalispell right next to Glacier National Park. Oh, See, this is why the, this is why I never yeah. got on TV. But it, well, uh, the, that's one of the reasons. The second reason is because I really want to stay in Connecticut, and also I uh, don't go to school. But <laughs> <laughs> other than that, other than that, <laughs> was it the whole process? Where you but just I needed... knew so many people. They were like, uh, "You're going to the middle of Tennessee, like the dead center." <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, you know, for people that are trying to get into the business, I mean, that's mm-hmm. uh, you know. It sounds like you took the path that, you know, is yeah, man. That's most absolute, traveled. You start off. That's absolutely you know, what you totally. should do. That's what yeah. you do. You, you sent out demo gotta... tapes and everything. And... Exactly right, man. Yep. Okay. I, I remember I, so I, I worked off and on through college at Chili's. And then, <laughs> I love Chili's. Chili's <laughs> is man, my I'm spot. Tell- <laughs> yeah, God, was, we, we were called Chili Heads when we worked there. And yes. I worked at the one in Tulsa during summer and Christmas break, and I worked at the one in Norman during the school year. And I graduated, and then I went back to Tulsa and I lived at home while I was looking for a job in TV and I was working at Chili's 
In fact, I was actually training to be a manager there because you just never know if getting into TV is actually right. happen. That was the emergency plan? <laughs> that was it, at least for that time. And then I was like firing out these resume tapes and stuff, and I got a call from this dude up in Montana, and he ended up uh, three days later offering me a job. And So I was up in Montana for uh, 20 months. How was Montana, though? I feel like Montana is um, actually pretty crazy. cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Where I was in the northwest corner, I mean, like, it is the so most beautiful So you're up by, place. like, so you, it's beautiful, but it's right by, like, the most remote part of Canada. Well, right. So <laughs> I, if I, 45 minutes north of us was, like, at actually the Canadian line. It was mm. right where BC, British Columbia and Alberta kind of converged. And right. That was there, and, and I was... Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it was it was amazing. Like Glacier National Park is one of the prettiest places on earth, and, and I was twenty minutes from the entrance to it. I mean, it was okay. it was phenomenal. Great ski resort up where I was, and um, no, it was it was awesome too because I was like twenty two. Okay. I didn't really know anybody. Um, you know, I met one of my lifelong best friends up there who was a reporter uh, at the TV station, so we ended up living together and stuff. But you know, like. Man, I got to figure out, I'm making 17000 bucks a year. I mean, like trying to, this was 1998. I'm trying to figure out like how to live, how to survive, how to pay for this and how to pay for that. And oh, by the way, uh, still have some money to go out and drink way too much beer, which I did at that time. Because <laughs> yeah. I was up there, I was, you know, like nothing else to do. Just work and, and that and uh, ski a little bit and golf a little bit. And that was that was life. For, Were you ever for worried? Were you ever like, uh, you know, ESPN may not come knocking at the door. This could be like it. Do well, you have any concerns? No, you know, at that point, Mikey, I um, I knew it was like really early in my career. I was not going to go from Montana to ESPN. In fact, um, you know, I, I had an opportunity to go to another job uh, before my contract in Montana was up. And because I had, you know, I one of the lessons I always try to tell, tell people that want to do this for a living is like, do a great job, yes, but like be a good person, man. Treat people right. Don't burn bridges. You know, respect who you work for, respect who you work with, because you know that my I had an opportunity to go somewhere else, and and I didn't you know want to wait for my contract to be up. I didn't know if the job would be around at that point. It was four months away from my contract coming up, and my my boss Steve Fetvite, um, who hired me, let me go. He let me leave you know four months before my deal was up, and just you know because I kind of handled life up there the right way and right. My and job that's very right good way. of him. Yeah, 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 yeah right it was awesome. cheap people, right? And yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. All right, so where was the next stop? Or was there a bunch that so, we should just fast forward? Or was yeah. there, okay, go ahead. No, next stop. Next stop was Lincoln, Nebraska. So uh, <laughs> I've heard actually great but, things about that, but from somebody who's untrustworthy. So tell me well, about no, your story. <laughs> it's, it's, I loved it. I, I'm telling you, I loved it. Uh, uh, amazing people. You know, like I'm from Oklahoma, so here's Nebraska. It's two mm-hmm. states north, and it's very similar in culture and and people and you know, uh, values and all of that stuff. So I went there and, and more importantly though, like career wise, I went from when I was in Montana, what I covered in sports was literally, I covered four high schools. Oh, So now I've got an opportunity to go cover the university of Nebraska, which at the time was a top two or three football program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I got to cover them, you know, make a run and play for a national championship. I covered a guy, a quarterback by the name of Eric Crouch, won a Heisman trophy. I, I covered that name. Yep. Uh, you remember Crouch? Yeah. Big yeah. name, uh, big time sports. Um, at the college level, which was exactly what I wanted. Who was uh, who was the Nebraska quarterback? The, he was like a he was like a Michael Vick type. Was it Tony Rison? Was or is he? Uh, no. So there was a Tommy ton, Frazier. Tony Rison, no name. Tommy Frazier. That's 19, who I'm thinking yeah, of. 
Tommy Frazier in the mid-90s oh. was unbelievable. I mean, speed like you wouldn't believe. Oh. He was, uh, Kat, you don't, I don't think you remember Tommy no, Frazier, but <laughs> imagine like the Garrick Blunt, but at quarterback type, like, he, I mean, he would run over people, Tommy Frazier, right? He did a little bit, but he was he was more speed and shifting. And Eric Crouch was the same thing. Eric Crouch could, could flat out fly. Oh, Eric Crouch was more pocket passer. No, no, man. That's because that's because he's white, Mike. You <laughs> answer, right. You're dead wrong. This is the racist this moment was, of the outsider podcast. Right. Was, yeah, that was, was more. No, Eric, Eric. <laughs> let me tell you, something. Eric was one of the fastest humans I have ever seen. <laughs> really? I'm telling you, when when we're done with this, yeah. Look up Eric Crouch Nebraska highlights. I'm, you you'll be shocked. I remember he had a 95 yard touchdown run against Missouri one year. It was unbelievable. Huh. So you I'm telling were, you, man. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna have to look up Eric Couch because he did like play. He did have a limited NFL lifetime, didn't he? He did get drafted. Well, right? yeah. His issue was he was stubborn. He wanted to play quarterback, and he wasn't. So Nebraska was running an option, a triple option attack. So this was he. He 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 only threw. He threw very limited times. It would be like watching Oklahoma in the '80s when they were. Was he? You know, playing for change. Okay. Yeah. So this was a. Yeah. Uh, so he didn't throw much. He was an athlete. Well, he was. People wanted him to play wide receiver or defensive back. He didn't want to. He was stubborn about that. Eventually, I think he went up to. Uh, I think he ended up going to the Packers, and he and then he got hurt or something, and then he ended up, I think, in Canada for a little bit. But that was it. He just, uh, you know, he he thought he was a quarterback and didn't want to play anything else. Hmm. I think eventually he came around to the idea of playing something else. It just didn't work out. All right. So, uh, so you got to uh, cover a big time. Now you now you're into like real sports, and uh, you're you're in Nebraska. You're probably making a little yep. bit more money and everything. Things got to be good at this point in Darien. Well, yeah, yeah, very little bit more money. But it was it was mm-hmm. it was it, it was great. I loved Lincoln. I loved the, you know the kind of the culture out of a college town, and yeah. uh, and that's where I actually met Jen. That's where I met my wife. Okay. Was. So you met her Here in Nebraska. Go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we met through a mutual friend's 30th birthday party. Um, and this friend had been trying to set us up for a little while, mm-hmm. and eventually it worked out. So we dated for two months, and then I moved. And then I got another job in Tulsa, my hometown. So we did a long-distance thing. Lincoln and Tulsa are like seven hours apart. Oh, wow. That's and like a she long kinda, thing. That's long enough, I won't right? even go so, to New Haven to visit my friends. <laughs> did you think... <laughs> Well, it's like 35 so, minutes away. I'm did like, you think that no. you were going to stay together through it, or did you kind of like, well, we'll give it a shot and see what happens? Well, I mean, we'd only been dating two months, but it was going well. And so what we ended up doing was um, every couple of weeks, I would tell her what my days off were. She was running a, a big movie theater, so she could set her own schedule. Mm-hmm. And uh, every couple of weeks, like on my days off, we would meet in the middle just to kind of hang out for a couple of days. It was you know, it, it kept me from having to drive seven hours. It kept her from driving seven hours. Right, that's three and a half. The, the middle point was Kansas City. So you've got Ooh, a city beautiful. to do, <laughs> right? So I've heard Kansas City is great. Casey's <laughs> great. Yes, you do know life exists west of like Pittsburgh, right? I mean, there are rumors. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding okay, me? Good. I'm dying for it, yeah. but yeah, I'm over here. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we did, and then like seven months later, eight months later, uh, she moved uh, down to Tulsa, and um, eventually got mar- got engaged, got married. That's what I was gonna say. She couldn't find like a, a theater to to work at down in Tulsa. Or is that no. Yeah, she'd been with the same theater group for a long, long time. She moved out. She actually ended up getting on uh, with uh, uh, a company that, oh, you'd love this company. I always wanted to do one of these. You know when, like, companies hire people 
they oftentimes, bigger companies will make you take like a personality assessment test. Have you ever had to take one of these? I was supposed to take one. Uh, I really? applied for a job and they never sent it to me. I don't yeah. know what that's oh, about. Oh, okay. Me. Yeah, <laughs> no, dodge, I, I guess Dodge yeah. that bullet, huh? Yeah, well, <laughs> So, all right. So. so anyway, so this company made those tests and she worked, she worked for them oh, when we were in Tulsa. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so she's got a <laughs> job now in Tulsa. <laughs> Yeah, she's got a job until she had to. I wasn't making enough money in local TV. I was the number three guy, and we had a three-person sports department, so I was like the third option on the air. I, mean, I, I barely did. I barely. I, I shot video and edited more than I actually did anything on TV. Oh wow! Okay, so yeah, you're you're you were not the. But you, you've had the voice. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't just go right to ESPN. But I like this journey that we're going through. <laughs> It's a little longer than you expected. <laughs> it is a little bit. All right, so how long does podcast go? Oh, it's as long as we want. I mean, I don't want to okay, keep you too long, but you're good, man. All good. All right, so now we're working in Tulsa, your own hometown. You're around family, friends. You got your girl yep. with you. Now you've got yep. to be happy. Yeah, yeah, I was. Except I remember the whole thing about I was the third person in a three-person sports department. So while I was happy from a, for a lot of perspectives, I was like, I'm being underutilized. I needed something else. I needed to see what else I could do, what else was out there. And so that's when eventually I hire an agent, and um, this agent ends up calling me out of the blue one day in March of 04 and said, hey, can you get to Connecticut on Wednesday for an audition at ESPN? Dude, I'm telling you, I almost pooped myself. I couldn't believe it. I was like, ESPN? Like, I thought I had one or two more of these stops along the way, you know, and um, yeah, man, it worked out. I went up there and I did the audition and spent a day in Bristol and first day I'd ever been in the state of Connecticut and, um, Beautiful. and then flew home. And at that point, guys, it was, it was pretty agonizing. Did you uh, think at you that did point. well in the audition? I thought I did well. Yeah. Um, except days and days and weeks and weeks kept passing. Oh, and so I you had, had the same ESPN, experience yeah. that I did to just become a production assistant. Uh, no. <laughs> well, ESPN is known for yeah. How long did you wait? Um, well, I, I interviewed in June, and I got hired in January. Yeah, I was, <laughs> oh, my God. That was about a month okay. as well. Yeah. Okay, so, so um, no, this all started, like, my station in Tulsa was like, we need you to sign another contract, or we're just oh. going to kind of like we got to cut ties because like eventually football season's going to come and we've got to have somebody you know we can't be low on people in football season so um I, they let me work off contract for a little bit but i i kept saying like what are we going to do and i was kind of tired of local tv and so jen and i made the decision that you know her dream was to live in charleston south carolina that's actually where we kind of eloped and got married in 2003 and oh yeah she wanted to, <laughs> she wanted to go get a teaching certificate um, I wanted. I, I was like, you know what? Cool. I'll go teach. I didn't even know what I was going to teach. I don't know, high school math. Heck, what do I know? You know. Um, but literally, guys, we had put a deposit on an apartment in Charleston. We had um, given our our thirty day uh, deal to our apartment in Tulsa. We had put our stuff in storage, and we had basically said that by mid June, if we don't have an offer from ESPN, we're abandoning that idea. We're going to move to Charleston, and we're going to work our way, go back to school, and ended up being teachers in Charleston. That was literally where we were on this. I was done with the business. Really? And about June June 2nd or something, I get a call and an offer finally 10 weeks after I auditioned there. Yeah. Wow. Holy yeah. shit. There's a lot yeah, of turns. And now you're one of the longest standing people in my in my mind, definitely. Darian Mello's been there since I've 
started. Yeah, and I so, mean, and I've been at ESPN. That was, that yeah, show started for in longer, way I've been longer. With the since and I know that that was a long tenured show by the time that I started four years yeah. ago. Well, wait a minute. All right, so Might there's be, yeah. there's something mm-hmm. else that I'm missing here because all right, okay. so now right, so you're saying that that you and your wife had this dream that you were going to live in Charleston, South Carolina, and maybe even be teachers and everything, but you got hired by ESPN. You had no idea that the SEC network was going to oh, open. Oh, no, man. No, my dream was Sports Center at that point. So so I get up there, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm, like, doing the ESPN news thing for about a year. I eventually start getting some opportunities. Baseball tonight, I ended up getting some opportunities to do Sports Center. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were I thought, killing it you know, in Bristol. I, you were like the guy. Yeah, I mean, and, and after honestly, about a year and a half or so after I got hired, I was, I was fairly regularly Sports Center, um, Sports Center, and then I would do some like when college football live started. I'd made it clear to them that I was a huge college football fan. So, the first year it was Reese Davis and me primarily on college football live. I did that for some years with Sports Center. Uh, random year, uh, random sporadic like baseball tonight's outside the lines, NFL lives. I think I did every show then, except any NBA shows, which is odd because I actually really like the NBA. But Same. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, no, I did a little bit of everything. But I was probably, for gosh, like six years, I was pretty, pretty heavily in the sports center, uh, in the sports center rotation. Was it six years you spent in Bristol? No. I spent seven in Bristol, actually, yeah. Oh, wow. But I for like, it was that yeah. long. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, June of 04 to uh, July of 11. So seven years and a month. So you yeah. were like living. You were living in Bristol. No, I was you were, living you were up here, right? Yeah, I was there, man. We had a yeah. yeah we lived in Farmington in a condo for two years, and then we bought a house uh, in Bristol. Yeah, so we were in Bristol. Holy shit! So then, when the yeah. when when the SEC network starts up, and you get offered to to be part of the SEC network down in uh, in you know North Carolina, South Carolina. Where is it? North or South Carolina? North. Charleston. <laughs> Charlotte like- is in North. Well, Charlotte's in Charlotte's north, in north, but I'm literally I'm literally three miles from south. Yeah, so no, uh, black. My my friend, a friend of mine, went down to North Carolina to work at the yeah. SEC network, and she always yeah. had South Carolina license plates because it's yeah, right on the line. Yeah, you live there. A lot of yeah. a lot of people live on the South Carolina side, lower mm-hmm. taxes. Yeah. So when you had the opportunity to to move down there, was it was it kind of this? Is how how do I put this? Um, well, let me let me stop you there. Let me. Okay. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how this came about because the SEC network didn't start until four years after I'm three years after I moved here to Connecticut. So I didn't to, to North Carolina. Yeah. So I was in Connecticut seven years. Okay, but I was ready to get out of it. I was kind of ready to get out of kind of being in this pool of people that all do the same thing. I didn't like living in Connecticut. Jen didn't like living in Connecticut. So we started seeing what could we do. Well, um, I actually went to Stephanie Drooley, who was one of the the manager, uh, you know, big high management position there. She was starting up a new network called the Longhorn Network, which you know well about, uh-huh. down in Austin. But I wanted something new. I wanted something I could kind of wrap my arms around a little bit and could call mine a little bit more, have a little bit more input into things and, and have a little bit of a better role there. I love doing sports center. That was my dream growing up. But I, at some point, I, wa- I was ready for something different. And so... Um, I said, hey, I'd be interested in doing Longhorn Network. And it got to a point where, where I thought it was going to happen. And, and she basically said, let me run this by a few people. But we didn't expect to have anybody in Bristol that would want to do it. So, you know, I, I think you're in really good shape. Let me just run it by a few people. Well, what ended up happening was she said there were, there were a few too many people at Texas. 
that knew that I went to Oklahoma. Okay, <laughs> those are like Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama. Oh Auburn. no, Texans are, get really offended right. when they when Oklahoma is brought up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, so that wasn't going to work out. But she said we've got a network in Charlotte called ESPNU, which was you know college network. Mm-hmm. And the guy that's at ESPNU, his name was Lowell Galindo, and he would you know I think maybe we can work it out where he goes to Texas and you go to Charlotte. He goes to Lowell. I go to ESPNU, became the lead host of ESPNU. Eventually, all of that worked out. He went to Austin. I went to Charlotte. And so we've been here since. But then three years after that happened, we started the uh, the SEC Network start. Oh. Yeah. See, I, yeah, I was always under the impression that the SEC Network was starting up and you got the opportunity to go down there. Oh, okay. I, I, didn't, have, I didn't know exactly how it all happened. Okay. Yeah, so I moved here so to you, Charlotte in 2011, and the SEC Network started in 2014. Oh wow! So yeah. you just lucked out with with that kind of taking off the SEC network. Yeah, I mean, I was down here, and, and I had been calling a lot of games, basketball and baseball. I got to really have good relationships with everybody in the SEC. Yeah. Uh, the commissioner at the time was Mike Slive, and I got to know him really well. And um, it really just made so much sense. They wanted me to be a part of the network. ESPN wanted me to be a part of the network. It was a chance to be a lead host of something that was new that I knew was going to be an ESPN company priority. Um, so it, it may end and at long term long term stability in Charlotte, which is a city that we absolutely love and really don't want to go anywhere else. Um, you know, so that's that's why it worked out perfectly. Wow. And there we go. And that's the Derry Noka story. And there you go, man. Uh-huh. I mean that's it. That's the kind of crap that they ask on dating sites. Man, well, that's, no, that's we, no, no, that's I, I not. It's like if you had a million dollars, what charity would you donate to? Or like uh, two truths yeah. and a lie. <laughs> Yeah. I don't even know what to say. Like sometimes I uh, drink coffee, sometimes I drink tea, and sometimes I uh, stretch in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the lie is That's I funny. stretch in the morning. <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> you know, it's uh, it's it's pretty bad. But I made Mikey look through those earlier, and they're pretty funny. Yeah, my dinner, awesome. my dream dinner guest is there. You go. I'll ask. All right, who's yeah. Dari's dream, dream dinner, dinner guest? guest. Well, since I'm very happily married, I can't go with a female on this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I would go with Jen, Jenna Jameson, because she's a medium now. Is she? your kid? Yeah. She's no, a I'm not what? kidding. She's a medium she's now. She's a medium? Like so she, she talks to spirits and yes. stuff? Yes. <laughs> that could be interesting. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> Right? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> that would have that would have been my ideal guest 15 and a half years ago. <laughs> <laughs> right um. <laughs> she's my current guest. Uh, uh, yeah. Otherwise, I want to. Carmen Electra and Dave Navarro, because I want them to get back together. Right. <laughs> okay. Can you, can you yeah, think of one, Dari? Yeah. Such a great humanitarian. Um, Dream question. Who's my Mikey? See, you would know this. Who's my all time? Who's my all time favorite band? Tell me who it is. You always, I always tell you to play them when we come in for breaks. That's true. ACDC. Okay, ACDC. Dari is the biggest ACDC fan, like legit yeah. fan too. Right, I cool. mean, he knows all their stuff. Yeah. Their albums. It's funny because people look like don't assume that to be true of me for whatever reason. I, I don't know if I don't look like an ACDC fan. It's supposed to look. <laughs> So I would say Angus Young, who founded that group, and is just one hell of a guitarist, and just kind of, frankly, one of the last uh, fully functioning people in that group. Did so you, I would yeah. probably say Angus. Did yeah. you ever get to see him live? Three times, I'm a man, oh, and wow. I loved every bit of it. Every bit of it. Yeah, I saw him once in college. I saw him in Kansas City. I saw him once when I was living in Nebraska in Kansas City, and then I saw them in Boston. Uh, I think in 2008 or 2009 when I was living in Connecticut. And every time, man, every time it was friggin' awesome. I mean, I just, yeah, I'm a, 
I'm pretty fanatical about that 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 band. Oh yeah, Dari loves his ACDC. Um, though I will say, I mean, your life, like if I was to look at your life, I'm like, damn, this guy's pretty lucky. You've had some bumps. Do you still have the Hayden's Hope? Is that still a charity? Yes. If anyone? Okay, because <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah, we, Dari, we still got that. Yeah, yeah. you did lose uh, a child. You know, wasn't it all yeah. wasn't all good luck? So um, you have this Hayden's Hope charity that if anyone does want to donate, what's the website for that? Yeah, the website is haydenshope.org. And, and basically our, the whole story is there and, and the story about Hayden, our son, who we lost after 39 days of life. Um, but, yeah, we raise money for families of children who are uh, awaiting a life-saving organ transplant. Um, and uh, honestly, man, we started it seven years ago and we've raised about $300,000 and wow. we've, we've donated to over 50 families across the country and we are still going strong. So all, uh, any donation, um, is, is absolutely welcome. Uh, the good news is we're kind of a branch of a foundation called the children's organ transplant association. So we don't, we don't handle administrative costs or anything. So literally every single cent that's donated to Hayden. Soap at Hayden goes to these families. Wow. That's great that you can still yeah. get that going on tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we won't, we won't stop doing that. That's amazing. So it's it's been a pretty great life. You've had the, I think, quintessential American dream. Would you say, Kat? Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. Like, I don't, you know, I don't have any, I don't have any complaints. You know, I got, uh, you know, I mean, is there anything you know, the left that you feel? Of being a, what's that? Is there anything left that you feel that you still yearn for, or anything? Or are you pretty happy? No, like I'm happy. You know, career-wise, my 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 all-time dream was to host Sports Center. I did that a lot. I did that for a lot of years. And then, you know, and then priorities kind of changed, you know, like, okay, so my wife's not happy in Connecticut. I wasn't really happy. Where can we go that's a little warmer? Where can we go that's kind of growing? Where can we go where the cost of living is a lot more reasonable? You know, and, and it, and, and, but I didn't want to leave ESPN, so I got to stay with this company that I love and do it in a city that I love. Um, yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden, here comes this new network, and it's this big priority, so they want me to be a part of it, and I wanted to be a part of it, and, you know, career-wise, like, it's all really good. I mean, you know, I, I'd love to, you know, I'm 42 now. I hope I'm doing the same thing when I'm 52, to be honest with you. I don't really want to, I don't really want to change. Well, um, let me give you some advice, then, because I think that you're, you're still underutilized, Dari. I think that you oh, could do... <laughs> I appreciate it. That you could still step out of just sports more. You have got great personality. You're fast. You're quick. If you did like a, like a, I don't want to say like a Tonight Show thing, but you could host something like that. I could see that, actually. Right? I could definitely no, I see that. It, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the problem is, though, I, and I appreciate the heck out of that, but the problem is I'm just, you know, I don't know. Like, it's not. Well, maybe yeah, not now, but down the road. Yeah, who knows? Like, I'd have to catch a couple of big time breaks if I was really looking for that. But you know, right now, you know, I always ask myself like, okay, what happens if, you know, we've seen over the years, the company has to lay, you know, lay people off for whatever reason it may be. And like, what if, what if something happened? What if something happened with the network or what if something happened? You know, they just decided yeah. they didn't want, what would I do then? And that, that I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure of, um, you know, so like I've thought before about, you know, maybe, maybe it'd be fun to like, live in a big market somewhere and, and like host a morning show on a local station. You know, yeah. I think oh, yeah. they get to have so a lot fun. of fun, more personality yeah. driven stuff. But yeah. I, that's, that's only in case of absolute emergency. I, I'm not looking for that. I really, I really would just right. I know you're happy now, but I'm saying yeah. you could, you, you've got the, you've got the potential that you could do uh, things even beyond sports. I, I feel like. 
Yeah, I, would, I, I hope so. I mean, I'd like to think so as well. I appreciate it, though. Man, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't take all the crap. Advice. All the crap I give you on Dory and Mel, and you're uh, still being nice. That's really nice. No, I, well, I never hear it. I really need to. Do you guys make a podcast? We, I need to start listening to we this. Do. We do have a podcast. I need to, so I, yeah, and I know that you do because every show does. <laughs> but I need to start listening to this because he works that, and I'm taking over his shifts on Levitard on Mondays and Tuesdays for it. I need oh, to listen to this. That's right. Yeah, Cat does my Levitard shift so I could do Darian Mel. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah so, but I mean, uh, I, I tell you what, I've, I was, I, I feel like I don't know if I was there right from the beginning, but I was pretty close. I've, I've been your Man, board. I up. think you were. I like, think I, I think was you were. <laughs> I remember. Like, I don't. I want to say it was like Wassel and you and, yes, and uh, yes. Mike A and I, I don't yeah. know. And Allie was in there. Like, there's a whole bunch of. I feel like I'm Dorothy waking up, and I'm like, and you were there, you were <laughs> yeah, there, no. you were mm-hmm. there. But no, but I, I will say, feel you, like you were. No, I think I was, and, and I will say, I even though you're waking up early on Saturday mornings, you guys are one of the most fun shows to work on. So you you are great to work with. Enough, you know, uh, kissing awesome. up to you. But no, I really enjoy working on working with you for any with on anything. I always had a great time. Awesome, man. That's nice to be. Likewise, too, man. It's always, you know, it's one of those things, too, especially when I'm like, I'm, I'm in Charlotte and the whole crew is somewhere else. You know, Mel's in Maryland and you guys are all up there. Any show I do, if I'm filling in on another show or whatever, it's always, you know, it's always good to have people that you know that you're hearing in your ears, you know, because mm-hmm. you kind of do feel a little bit like you're out on an island. I mean, I'm, when we're doing Dari and Mel, I'm, I'm literally in my studio and it's just me and I got nothing else around. Like it, it could, it could be a lonely feeling if I'm working with people that I do not know. So it's always good to hear familiar people. Yeah. All right. So, so what do you think? Uh, this was a great experience. Are you happy you finally did the Outsider podcast now? No, what do you mean I finally did it? See, that, that's what you say when somebody turns you down a hundred times. I turned you down one time because I was at a god-awful basketball game. It wasn't even a good game? Oh. It was the Hornets and the Hawks. How good don't could let Mikey, Don't let Mikey fool you. That week we were like, yeah, we're both tired. And Mikey actually called out later that week because we were both yeah, sick. sick. So yeah. <laughs> don't even oh, let him geez. tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's we were like, fun. yeah, let's I just uh, let's just uh, talk. Uh, let's just like hang out for a bit, and then I'm just gonna go home after yeah. a half an hour. You know? uh, I got you. <laughs> like one of those. You gotta, hey, sometimes so that this week was know? the best week for it because last week was definitely not yeah. the best week for it anyway. No, this is great. Well, fun, we like both know? had like, pneumonia. I, <laughs> we were like, it's oh fine. no, <laughs> uh, that's yeah. terrible. Well, <laughs> you know, like I get I get kind of tired of talking about sports, so it's cool to talk about other stuff. Except that's like way too much talking about me and i'm not really good with that either well so uh i don't know maybe unlike a lot of people that do this for a living the weirdest thing is that a lot of people say that like to get people to talk is to make sure that they talk about them but i feel like a lot of people are not like super yeah. comfortable talking about themselves no like, but people <laughs> love these interviews Dari, because people yeah. i mean they, they hear all you guys you know on mm, sports center and everything like that they don't get to hear like how you got into the business that's why mm-hmm. i think this like my podcast isn't doing you know millions of numbers but people seem to enjoy all the interviews i do and people do want to hear how you guys got into the business and and your journey and everything so i think it's interesting people do too that is all definitely right, well, true. cool people yeah, love hey, it if anybody mm-hmm. If anybody listened to this and uh, didn't turn it off, thanks for listening. No, well, people, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I will uh, talk to you then Saturday at 7 a.m. For Are we still on at 7 this weekend? No, we're at 9. Oh, it changes. Mikey? All right. So Darian Mel starts or goes back to 9 to noon this week. That's right. 
All right. And you think you can help me get Mel on one of these podcasts now or what? Hey, listen. Saturday we'll go in. Okay, you pitch it to Mel. Yeah, we're not going to tell anybody that I was on. It. He's not going to know I was on it, even if you like send this thing out and it's on social media. <laughs> no, he he's not going to look at it, and he certainly isn't going to listen to it. So yeah. I think we can do that. I'll work with you on it, man. It's a good. It's fun. This is a lot of fun. All right. Well, well. Thank you for finally joining me. It's been great. I really appreciate you uh, going into the the story of Dari Noka. I I enjoyed it so. Well, yeah, I appreciate it. It's yeah. great, Dari. I'm glad that this uh, th- this is my first actual interaction with you, and I thought it was yeah. We got to do some shows great, where you get to so. work with Cat because he's yeah. a good board. Sounds out, good. Yeah, Kat, come on go. over to the show anytime. Absolutely, I'll come in at seven a.m. on a Saturday Are or you? nine nine a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> Try nine. Let's do nine. <laughs> yeah, I could do nine. I could <laughs> Maybe like eight fifty eight, just so we know we're going to get on. I'll the pop air. in and say hello. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Come be on like, in. I'm going back to bed, and then yeah. go back to yeah. my house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dari, well, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. You got it. it. Absolutely, guys. Thank you much. All right, talk to you Saturday. Thank you, yep. Dari. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See? Wow, love Dari. He's so, ni- so nice. He's definitely nice. I never worked with him before. I can't believe you. He's great. You didn't do, like, how did you avoid doing the Saturday morning board shifts? I always uh, worked the later shifts. I always worked until, like, 2 a.m. on Saturdays, you know, or, like, you know, from, like, uh, you know, like, the 5 p.m. to, like, you know, 1 a.m. shifts It's true, because a lot of the weekend shifts, you would be coming in, uh, you would be taking over for Mm me on weekends. Yeah, I did college game day, and I also did, like, NBA insiders and all that, so I was always just there later. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess you, that, that was how you cut through your weekends. Yeah, I miss that you don't that you do weekends though. I miss seeing Saturday morning <laughs> with no makeup. Oh, it's a bad, it's a bad thing. The, the worst time I saw Cat was like one this. Time. And I'm like, <laughs> he hands me the log, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, just put it in my hand. <laughs> how else has your week been going since? Uh, since that's not what I meant. Since still, uh, my week's been okay. Uh, I have been uh, hanging out with some friends because my mom's gone. <laughs> yeah, where's your mom? She's visiting my brother for his birthday. What? Yeah, but it's Hanukkah. You should be with family. Your mom should be home. Yeah, I hung out with her on Sunday, first night. Don't you get? How does Hanukkah? Work? I thought you get gifts like every night, like for Hanukkah. I got a head massager for her if she wants it. You got like your mom a, you something. Know, like what did you get? Dinner. You got dinner from who? From my mom. I got spaghetti. <laughs> How's your mom's spaghetti? <laughs> no, no. We went out. Oh, you went out? Yeah. Did you go to at least like um, Olive Garden? No, we didn't go to Olive Garden. We went somewhere like slightly better. I What's better than like Olive Garden? Think. I like the breadsticks. Yeah, and they're like bag salad, which mm. I do love. I love everything from Olive Garden. <laughs> Olive Garden isn't that bad. Like, I've gone on a few dates at Olive Garden. It's not that bad. I love Olive Garden. Right? That's my Italian. Chili's is my is my Tex-Mex. <laughs> oh, sorry. I wanted to ask Chili. I wanted to ask Dari if he would ever eat at Chili's. Because I don't even eat it. I hate he Chili's. He worked there, too. He would be That's why I want to Yeah. yeah. You love Chili's. I fucking love Chili's. Chili's <laughs> suck my dick. Why? Because they don't have mozzarella sticks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me what how, what's going on. Like I'm trying to like keep the beard, but not keep the beard. 
Is it working out or what? Because uh, I know you I don't like not. beards, but you know what you're saying? Honestly, <laughs> like, listen, it doesn't look bad on you at all. And also, you keep it close, which I think is very, right, which is the only very you important. Like you got to keep it close. But you're saying I could do without? I mean, you could have it or not have it. It wouldn't make a difference to me. That's well, It's I'll... only when it starts, like, you know, creeping into your mouth. You know what I mean? Like this? Ooh, sometimes like I do feel something. Like I'm like, Ugh. is it like a hair in my mouth? And like I'll look and it's like a whisker that is long enough. Yeah. Because sometimes they just, like one will get way longer, way sooner you than you Say it like think. you know. When have you had a whisker that is long enough to go in your mouth? Well, I have this. Oh, you got hair. Well, no, I have this mole on my face. And it, yeah, it, 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 hasn't, it hasn't grown long enough to come into my mouth. <laughs> but I do feel it sometimes and I'm like, holy shit. And I got to get the tweezers out and... You know what I got recently? I got. Yeah. I know you, I, you. I'm sure you've seen these. I've got the the blackhead remover things that you put on your nose. Mm-hmm. Those they look like no needles. Yeah, they're like. Uh, yeah, you just put them on here. And you pull them off, and you're like, "Holy shit! Look at all that stuff." Yeah, there's like. But I don't know if that's just. I don't know. Is that blackheads? I don't know because I put one of those on me, and I didn't get anything. You didn't get anything? Oh, that's no. disappointing. I know. Yeah, but you don't have, you've got a pretty clear nose, actually. Yeah, no, I have, like, a, like, this is my problem area, my chin. You might be able to put it on your chin. I might have to put it on my chin. I think we should but, go get one and put it on your chin. <laughs> <laughs> and then pull all my pores out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally hormonal, so I don't oh, know if it'll God. even work. Okay. <laughs> um, so, are you expecting anything good for Hanukkah? Um, your mint jewels? Well, I ordered myself some mint jewels, so those will be coming. I've got a pain in my side. In your kidney? No, it's in the front. Oh. I don't know what it is. Anything else going to How's your father? He's great. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys go to at Outsider Mike on Twitter, you'll see a picture of Cat's father as my avatar. See if you can find him. See if you can find him. <laughs> he sent me that picture saying, see if you can find me in this picture. <laughs> see, I'll show it up for all the people that are watching on Facebook Live. Yeah. Let's see if I can bring it up. You know, I was at my mom's house, so I grabbed a bunch of Ambien. I just wanted to say that. See if you could see Cat's father in this picture. I said, are you the breadstick? (laughs) (laughs) Swimming in an oil hot tub. All right. Well, if you don't have anything else to say, we can close this out and get ready for the the Buck Flair show. The Buck Flair show. Sports Jungle, 10 p.m. Uh We didn't have any of them. Well, Mike Roberts, I think he's a Sports Jungle guy. We got the Sports Jungle in the house. All right, so I will be posting this um, recently because everyone got mad that I wasn't posting all these, so I'll post this like in the next day or so. And I think Dari was really good. I think he was fantastic. And we got to get Mel on. Yeah, if Mel. You, if you never worked with Mel, have you? No, I haven't, but he's been on the you know the show that I work on, so. What show is that? Stephen the A. show Smith that show? I work on, <laughs> yeah. You've had Mel on Stephen A? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. So we'll have him on uh, pretty soon, and plus a bunch of other great guests right here on, on the, the Outsider, Outsider Podcast. Podcast. Bye, Cat. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Ooh, I really got a pain in my side.